This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. You know, meeting with some financial advisors, George, not you, because I've known you for a long time, but meeting with some of the other guys out there, it can make your head spin. And it kind of reminds me of this TV commercial from FedEx back in the early 80s. Remember this? Okay, Eunice, couple plans. I need to be in New York on Monday, LA on Tuesday, New York on Wednesday, LA on Thursday, New York on Friday. Got it. So you want to work here? What really makes you think you deserve a job? Well, yeah. sorry, I think I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. I mean, I can't even follow it any longer. I'm just going to fade out of that because it was so confusing. <laughs> and a lot of times, I'm just going to be honest with you, George. That's how we all feel with you people. You people, I mean advisors. <laughs> Funny Thanks. story happened the other day. A friend of mine said, hey, I hear you do this radio show with George. It's a great show. I learn a lot every week, but I don't think I'm a candidate to work with him. And I said, why? I mean, George has all different clients from all across the Carolinas and all different tax brackets, all different ages. Why wouldn't you be a fit? Well, I don't have a portfolio. I said, oh, okay. Well, what are you doing for retirement? He said, well, I mean, I've got a 401k, an IRA, and some mutual funds, but I don't have a portfolio. I said, man, that is a portfolio. <laughs> People <laughs> think portfolios are something really big and expensive, George, yeah, and not always. Sounds it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, your portfolio. It's, uh, <laughs> That's what it sounds know, like. It does. And it's really kind of interesting. A lot of folks that listen to the program that come in, watch our TV program and they come in, some of the first conversations over the phone, they say, we don't know if we're right for you or we have enough money, we don't have a 401k, or we don't have this, and you know, this portfolio thing, what, what is that all about? And to go out there and say, listen, have you saved to retirement? <laughs> well, yeah. I said, then you well, got a portfolio. It's your portfolio. It could be real estate, could be CDs, could be a combination, an old IRA. It's all included in there. So it really is, it's your stuff. But George, it's a good reminder to me, because I don't know that much about retirement. I know more than I used to from doing this show with you, but a good reminder for me and you that this is intimidating to a lot of people and there's a lot of terminology they don't understand and that's okay. They can come in and really you break it down in such a simple fashion. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate that. It needs to be too. One is you have to respect the folks that are coming in. Sometimes people come in, well, I don't really, I don't want to do what you do. And I said, well, I don't want to do what you do. You know, they're, they're engineers building bridges. You don't mm-hmm. want me building your bridge. Everybody has their area of expertise and where they're trained in and, uh, and respecting that. We have a fair number of educators, a lot mm-hmm. of teachers. And they, I think they're drawn to us because that's how we work. Right. Take the time. Don't make assumptions that they know something or they're thinking the same way you are. Uh, that's not necessarily the case in many times. So, you know, I remember I was that kid in school where the teacher would say, "Does it, and, you know, we talking and they said, does everybody understand? And I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I didn't raise my hand. Same here. Because, you know, I don't embarrass myself and everybody else is smarter than me and they're, you know, they're not raising their hand. And then you, later on in life, you go back to your buddies in school and what's the outcome? They didn't know the answers either. <laughs> they didn't know the, exactly. They were also afraid to raise uh, Yeah, them. you know, and it doesn't, I don't think, go away. I learned to not be that way, but you're still self-aware of right. maybe a little embarrassed to, to not know certain things about my portfolio. And that we understand. So let's we, break we that do. down real quick, George. One more time. What exactly is a portfolio? Like I just said, it's your stuff. It could include IRA, 401k. SEP, which you know, is basically a pension, self-employed. And you're looking at different things. Your CDs, cash in the bank, property, real estate, combination of everything there. It all comes into play. Inherited okay. money. It's just the stuff you've collected, saved. And, uh, you know, that's for a lot of people when they retire. In many cases, they're going to depend on this for income to live off of for 
mm-hmm. 20, 30, even 40 years. So you see a collection of stuff. You now Peggy's one of our, our dearest clients and uh, she set the record and she's very proud of it. <laughs> she came in and she's a saver, worked for a couple of different companies. She had 28 different accounts. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of different positions. And, you know, the basically, and she's a smart woman, but really got to a point because I really don't even know what I got. Uh, and the first step was finding out what you got, <laughs> putting it into a, organizing it and saying, okay, what do we have here? And what are the jobs of each one of these accounts? And I think that's a good thing to point out. A, that a portfolio is your stuff. Whatever you own financially, any type of investment, cash in the bank, it's looking at real estate, CDs, mutual funds, 401ks, IRAs, pensions. The list of things that can be included in that stuff goes on and on and on. So first of all, know that about your portfolio. Secondly, know that if you don't really know what's included in your stuff and how your stuff is doing, and if your stuff is going to provide for you in retirement, you can have somebody take a look at that, get you better organized and make sure that you're on track for what it is that you want to do later on when you stop working and you're retired. You know, speaking of that portfolio, George, a new report from Fidelity warns that baby boomers specifically as a generation are investing too aggressively. In other words, boomers have more of their stuff, assets in the stock market than they probably should. So how much is too much here? Well, the critical number is the unknown. I mean, you can't give this over the radio. What it is, it's known to the individual. It's at what point... When you have a loss, will it affect your standard of living? Okay. Okay. And what is the standard of living? One is actually the money needed to maintain your quality of life. This is your traveling. This is home repairs, things like that. It's not just your expenses. There's always a misconception with that. Hmm. Uh, with planning software, it lists, you know, what are your expenses? You have to go beyond that. You know, people retire. You just want to live. I mean, you're just going to go out there and right. exist. Oh, I got my cable bill paid. Great. What about traveling, visiting the grandkids? doing things you want to do, that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to include that in the plan. And unfortunately, we see a lot of people coming in, they might have their own spreadsheets and such, and they list their expenses. I said, that's great. But what about everything else? Huh. And, and most people come in here to this office and across the board, it's not about becoming more rich. It's about preventing from becoming poor. It's about being okay. Yeah. Not getting hurt. The secret sauce to retirement is, you know, is having a plan that's basically bulletproof. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay up at night worrying about it. Markets go up, markets go down, things happen. You know, that's just the essence of life and you accept it. You, mm-hmm. you can't change that. Uh, what you can change is, is your behaviors. Those behaviors would be, okay, do I need to be this heavily invested in the market? If you're married, and a lot of times I'll see this, us men are a little more aggressive in most cases. You don't with, say. with the stock market. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> being nice. And you might see, sit down, the wife be a little more concerned about this money going away if the mm-hmm. stock market crashes. That's just a natural thing. A lot of times, too, that's, that's a viable concern. Mm-hmm. Um, in most cases, us men pass away first, and you know, life expectancy of a woman is greater. And the, the fear of outliving that money, I would gather, might be greater. Mm-hmm. So having that plan in place, Kristen, where we're, we're talking to people on a real level and sharing these experiences and saying, listen, if, if something was to happen to you, Mr. Smith, how would this play out? And so it really, you have to have this, this connection with people mm-hmm. uh, and asking the question, how much money do you want safe and protected from the markets? And they go, well, you know, I don't know, 20%. And I'll look over and the wife would say, well, you know, that's not really enough. So we'll come to a compromise and say, you know, maybe 30. Who knows what that answer is, but it really comes down to 
looking down and saying, okay, what makes you sleep at night? What keeps you up at night? Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Find out more at Northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.